Welcome back to Sober and Spiritual. My name is Fiona and I'm super grateful that you are here with me today. One of the things I wanted to talk about today is secrets. Secrets in drinking, secrets with alcohol, secrets in addiction, the things that we don't tell anybody, that we think nobody knows, that we think nobody can see, the things that we think we are smart enough to hide, um, the excuses that we use to justify our behaviors, all of those dirty little secrets that we have stored in our mind and in our heart, and they really turn dark. So I wanted to talk about a few of them, a few of the things that I used to tell myself or the few of the things that I never talked about with anybody and I wonder if anybody can relate. So if you're curious about sobriety, sober curious, if you are just starting your sobriety journey, if you are well into your sobriety journey, maybe these are some of the things that you used to tell yourself. So one of them, I guess the, the biggest the biggest eye-opener for me was the secret drinking, the pre-drinking. We all remember when we were in high school and we were getting ready to go to a school dance, how we would pre-drink But this was because we couldn't drink at the dance. So we were just priming ourselves to maybe loosen our ambitions or have that courage to ask that person to dance that, you know, we were a little nervous to ask. But in adulthood, like when you can drink whenever you want to, pre-drinking before you go somewhere where you're going to be drinking, that is a huge red flag. And that is something that I used to do literally every time I would go anywhere, Um, I would have Drinks, it would start with drinks when I was just getting ready. It would be a drink while I was doing my hair. But then that turned into a drink after I was done doing my hair. And then it would turn into a roadie, meaning, and if you don't know what a roadie is, putting your drink in a inconspicuous cup. I loved a cup with a straw. I still love a cup with a straw. But I would hide, hide a drink in there as if nobody would know I was bringing it anywhere. Secret drinking. So not being honest about the amount of times that you are drinking during the day, during the week. That was huge for me. And I think that kind of leads into the second secret. And that would be how much money I was spending on alcohol. Now, I don't even want to get into the dollar amount because it's honestly embarrassing. I have an app that tells me how much money I I have saved. um, And it's just mind-blowing. The justifications of how much money I would spend on alcohol versus buying something we actually might have needed, um, I would much rather have spent the $35 on booze than on whatever else it was that we needed. It's crazy how you kind of just excuse those purchases because booze is a necessity. It's something that you have to have. So the amount of booze that I was buying, the amount of um, money I was spending on it, it was almost like a a mystery budget I had allowed myself a day and along with the amount I was spending on alcohol is the frequency in which you're buying alcohol and the frequency in which you're going to the stores now I don't live in a very big town and there are only so many liquor stores here in Canada we buy our liquor from designated stores it is slowly getting into grocery stores but as far as the hard liquor and the coolers and all that jazz It's a liquor store and there's only so many of them in the area that I live in and I would frequent different liquor stores so that I wasn't seen there as frequently by the people that worked there as if they didn't notice that I was there every three days instead of every other day. But that was a secret that I thought I was pretty, I thought it was pretty slick. I thought it was a pretty good idea to kind of have a rotation of liquor stores that I would frequent. 
Another, um, I guess, secret would be doctor's appointments. I, before I got sober, I had not been to a doctor since I had our daughter. Since the doctor appointments that were scheduled for follow-up post-childbirth, I had not been to a doctor. Why? Uh, Because I know that asking how much you drink is a huge question, especially at the age that I'm at um, in being a woman. And I know that it would be something that the doctor would ask and I just could not bring myself to lie about it. Mostly I wouldn't be going to the doctor because the appointments would be early in the morning and I wouldn't be feeling so hot uh, because I had been drinking the night before. Doctor's appointments were huge. You get that thing in the mail that's the cervical cancer screening, I would throw it out. I wouldn't um, even consider going because it's just embarrassing. I knew my health was declining. I knew that I was not healthy. I knew that I had gained weight. And any of the questions the doctor was going to ask, I was going to lie about anyway. So why waste anybody's time? So that was huge. That was scary. And um, the first doctor's appointment that I did have, I actually, the doctor was one of the first people I told that I had a drinking problem and that I needed to remove alcohol from my life. And that was a scary conversation that was faced with uh, actually no judgment. I was I was quite surprised with how it was received um, and that there was so much support out there you know, in a place where I thought would it would have been judged um, just based on past experiences that I've had. So those are three secrets that I have as huge red flags. If any of these are things that you can relate to, I highly encourage you to just have a, a check-in with yourself and ask yourself some of the questions. Why am I leaning on something that I am hiding why is this this vice, this crutch, something that I need so badly, but I am so shameful of it? I know that, that I'm overusing it, whatever it may be. It doesn't necessarily have to be alcohol, but whatever vice it is that you are using, that you are hiding, that you're lying, you're lying to yourself or you're lying to the people around you or you think that you're lying to the people around you, sober people or people that don't have um, this type of a relationship with alcohol are a lot more perceptive than you think. And... When I got sober and I really fessed up to some of this really embarrassing stuff, like I I talk about this with you guys, but this is embarrassing stuff that um, I'm talking about here that I'm being honest about. And I'm being honest about it because I kind of wish that somebody had brought up that they were doing this as well so I could feel like, oh, okay, I'm not alone. Okay, well, you have a, a problem with alcohol. Does that mean I have a problem with alcohol? Maybe just hearing some of the things that I used to keep secret, some of the things that I used to be afraid to share or a fear of judgment might help you look at your relationship with alcohol and really ask yourself if this is something that is making your life better. Because no matter what it is that we're keeping it secret or we're lying about, it, the, the truth is always stronger than a lie. So saying I have a drinking problem versus lying about how much I'm actually drinking is always going to feel better. Even if it's embarrassing at first, it is always going to feel better in the long run if I'm just honest about what's happening in my life. I will say again and again and again and again, it is not my fault that I have the relationship with alcohol that I have. It is not your fault that you have the relationship with your vice or with alcohol that you have. In the same breath, your sobriety, my sobriety is my responsibility, is your responsibility. Alcoholism and the relationship you have with it is not your fault. 
It is not your fault that you cannot tolerate a poisonous substance. It is not your fault. It is not your fault. But your sobriety, my sobriety is my responsibility. And if you need to talk about any of these things, I highly encourage you to find somebody that you trust and just voice your concerns. Ask them, can I talk to you about my relationship with alcohol? Can I talk to you about booze? Can I talk to you about drinking? Can I talk to you about how often you drink or how much money you spend or how many do you have before you go out? Just have a conversation with somebody you love. And if any of the answers make you feel like maybe you have a problem with alcohol, there is so much support out there. There's support here. I am here for you. I am in your corner. But I really encourage you just to look at the things that you are doing, the effort that you're putting into hiding some of the things that you're hiding and just evaluate your relationship with your vice, with alcohol. Is this making me a better person? And if the answer is no, then it's got to go. Nothing is worth keeping secret. The truth may hurt, it may be embarrassing, it may be scary, but it will set you free. And sobriety is the greatest gift that I have ever given myself. And I hope that sharing yet another embarrassing part of my story can help you, can help somebody you know with your story, with their story. Because there is power in vulnerability. And if I can be loud in my recovery so that somebody that is silent in theirs doesn't have to suffer as much as I did, then it is worth the embarrassment. And I know that you are hearing this with non-judgmental ears. And if you are hearing this with judgmental ears, then I, I also enc- encourage you just to check in with your relationship with alcohol because triggers when you're hearing somebody talk about sobriety usually is because you're not ready to look at your relationship with alcohol. And if that is the case, then I'm also here for you because I was that person that was super annoyed by sober people. They drove me crazy. If you hadn't known me 10 years ago and and I had told you, you know, in 10 years, I'm going to be sober, you would have laughed. I would have laughed. So as always, I am here with a non-judgmental ear. If you need support, I, um, my Instagram is sober underscore and underscore spiritual. And I'm Fiona Stanford on Facebook. Always here, open book, open ears, open inbox. If you need somebody in your corner, I am here. I hope that you have found value in this. If you have, please share it with a friend. Please share it on your social media, tag me in it. I really do wanna know that some of these scary things that I'm sharing are helping um, or resonating. If you'd like to leave a review, I would also love that. I love the comments, I love the engagement, and I just super appreciate you being here. And I hope you have a great rest of your day and until next time.